0: whether you're single or married, whether you have kids, grandkids, or no kids. We have all these natural stages and rhythms of life, but sometimes these stages get messed up and discombobulated. Find out on this episode, what happens if this is happening to you.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host Justin Kim with Inverse. Hey
0: everyone, we're so happy and very excited for this next upcoming quarter, next 13 weeks, that you decide to join us here for our first week of Inverse. We are in the topic of families. Now how many of you out there have a family or families or some, some family of some sort? We're going to look at all the components of a family, the anatomy of families, and how that works in we're talking about spiritual and spiritual context. Mm-hmm. So we are going to go to Genesis chapter 1-1, which is where everything gets started. So hopefully you're familiar with that. But before we read scripture, we're going to ask Jonathan if you can pray for us.
2: Absolutely. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we're so thankful for the opportunity we have to study the word again. And we just ask that your spirit will guide us now as we dig deeper and as we... Uh, search for answers and direction in your Word. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Amen. All right, uh, let's go to Callie, Genesis one one. Let's read the entire chapter, shall we? Do we have enough time All right, for that? Let's do it. We'll just, just skip around. Skip no. around, and we won't read the whole chapter. But out there, <laughs> if you can follow along, if you have your Bibles, or can read on the screen, or if your phones, but we're just going to just see some macro patterns in the Book of Genesis or Genesis chapter one.
3: All right. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day.
0: Okay, we'll stop there and, and maybe kind of pause. And Sebastian, what do we see thus far? Okay, I mean, I know we can do a lot in those verses. <laughs> yes, we can. But for <laughs> the purposes of talking about family and, and stages and rhythms, what are what's the pattern that we see in Genesis 1?
4: Well, I think the first thing we see is that God is a God of order. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no mm-hmm. hint of randomness. Mm-hmm. That God is intentional. We know that as we look in the first three days, God is kind of forming the earth Mm -hmm. and then the latter three days, God is filling the earth Mm -hmm. and all the things that he formed. Mm -hmm. And so this gives you a sense of structure of a cyclical kind of development, the daily, daily output of the creation that God is making. Mm -hmm. So God is not um, going into things just kind of haphazardly saying, ah, uh, maybe I'll make light today. Uh, maybe I'll make the sky. Maybe I'll divide the waters today. Whatever he feels like, God actually has a plan and he's very intentional in and what he's this, doing. This
0: order is something that we see all throughout nature. It's not something that revelation has to give to us. The Bible right. has to give to us. We see it naturally evident anyway. I love that point in verse 2. The earth was without form and void. Mm-hmm. There's no shape and there's nothing in nothing. it. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting comment. I mean, there's three days he's, he's shaping it. Mm-hmm. In three days, he's filling it. Mm-hmm. He's unvoiding it and un unvoiding, yeah. un-, <laughs> un without forming. He's forming it and it. Un- <laughs> un- <laughs> un- <laughs> 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 Thank you. Well, un- it. He kind of
2: Jonathan. goes from like the massive yes. uh, to the detailed. So at first, you know, he he creates the the big parts of Earth, and then he mm-hmm. separates the waters and the atmosphere and Earth and dry land and and water, and, and then and then he goes into the detail. How I'm filling it. He he becomes intentional, very focused on details uh, in how to make this this earth is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I really like how God really values that process. It also reminds me of the fact that, you know, I used to ask
4: myself the question on the first day of creation, God says, let there be light. Mm-hmm. And there was light. And then he just divides the light from the darkness. And you're like, that's all he does yeah. in the first day. So here is God, this omnipotent, all-powerful being. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, what are you going to do in 24 hours? I'm just going to make light. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of shocks you to think that God is not doing everything in the day that he can do, mm-hmm. right? He's doing what he plans. So he allows the day to just say, well, the evening and the morning were the first day, Mm -hmm. which tells you that. As we go through this quarterly, you know, we're going to be seeing that life is also a process. Mm-hmm. And God is teaching us through Genesis 1 that you need to trust the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a time for light, and there's a time for us to create the sun and the moon and the stars. There's a time for the waters, and then there's a time for the fish.
0: Yeah. yeah, It shows that,
3: yeah, just the different rhythms of life are different, and it's not like if he didn't create, because he created light in one day, but he didn't do other things. That doesn't mean the first day was a waste. Right. It just meant it was different from the rest mm-hmm. of the days. Mm-hmm. And so even as our lives change in stages and in rhythms, it doesn't necessarily mean one is better than the other mm-hmm. it just means it's different
0: i like this point that so you guys are giving out I like the different stages different uh th- there's a this this what you, we just read is a seven day cycle mm-hmm. um, let's go to genesis chapter 8 verse 22 and we see seasonal cycles happening after the the flood Eight twenty-two of genesis the bible says while the earth remains sea time and harvest cold and heat winter and summer and night day and night shall not cease uh, you see that there's there's uh, well most parts of the world, not all parts there right. is there are the four seasons uh, <laughs> if you live in Michigan you only have maybe one season <laughs> and a couple weeks of summer and then another season again Amen. Uh, this shows that there's different stages so what are what are the stages or seasons of life let's let's take it out and make it real well I think
4: you you start off obviously with youth you're born and you're kind of going through stages where you're that stage where you're learning everything. You're learning the system, the communication, the languages, the relationships, the authorities, the power distribution. Mm -hmm. You know, this person has authority over me. This is how I need to interact with my friends. Sharing is good. So you're, you're learning basically how to adapt and to live in the world in which you were born into. Mm-hmm. And your parents are kind of the facilitators of that experience. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where you start off initially in that first stage of so these life.
0: So this is like childhood, yes? Yes. And then what's the next stage after that? Well, we summertime would be we'll summer, the next one. Summer, summertime. <laughs> right?
2: Spring, summer. Okay. Yeah, and then summertime is kind of you, you're becoming an adult you you're, you Does okay. <laughs> that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I, you I know. it's not, I mean, it's like, you're going to go in like the, the seasons, summertime. summertime. Okay. okay. Yeah, you yeah. Well, a, I see it in sprint, the seasons, hot. you have spring, mm-hmm. you, you know, have you're me. wearing shorts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and but there's there, that's when you know you look at nature uh it's the cycle continues you know everything is strong everything is really green and fresh Vibrant. and vibrant yeah. this is where you have the majority of your energy and you just live this is life you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Uh, and then it matures into the, the fall season of your life so to say the mm-hmm. fall huh yeah. I'm interested in this wood Well when, you, you, when you go the ahead. signs of death are <laughs> starting to you're show in fall, is
3: that is that <laughs> No that's
2: maturity, it's that's becomes, <laughs> maturity. It's, it becomes just its maturity it becomes just different colors <laughs>
3: yes okay
0: well let's, let's let's go back to summer a bit and let's kind of slow down because and and, and, I, and I love the, how you put the seasons too we do have the fall maturity and then we have the winter years that that are that are death death okay that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's that but let's go back to the summertime um so there are, there are also, as young adults and within the, this, this genre of young adults, there are different stages within young adults as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. You have maybe late adolescence where, mm-hmm. uh, young people are trying to discover themselves. There's a, there's a lot of rebellion in there. They are bucking the system and they don't, they don't want any system around. And then you have the quarter life. How many of you guys, uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> it's okay, Jesse.
4: You can confess you had a quarter, quarter life, life crisis, crisis where
0: you're thinking about, I don't know what 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 what's, what what do people uh what are they anxious about in their quarter life? Mm. Callie, it's <laughs> <laughs> it to you.
3: I, feel. <laughs> I think part of it is cuz you have these plans and you have especially as like a late teenager and into early 20s like at this point when I'm done with school or once I've these things established then I will. Yes. And then you get to that point and either you do or you don't. Mm-hmm. And so it's also evaluating like did I do it or like man this is harder than I thought it was going to be or yes. yeah. this is better or worse. And so then you have to reevaluate If you are focused on the right things in general, Mm -hmm. especially as you start a career, Mm -hmm. and you also have to think, well, do I want to continue down this path? Do I need to drastically change it depending on where I want to be in 10 or 20 years? So Mm -hmm. I think that- What am I going to do for the rest of of my
0: life? Who am I going to marry? But I think the larger question is who am I? Mm -hmm. Whereas before you had all the structure, but now structure is gone. You're creating structure for yourself. And peers are not as important as they once were. Yeah. And you're trying to discover who, who you are. Kelly, you're breathing you're also, in because you have a. <gasps> yes. Also,
3: I think, um, at least for me and a lot of people that I know around my age is you're also coming to terms with how much you don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Because
3: as, you know, you get from like 10 to 18, you're kind of, like, oh, I don't know. My parents know better. No, I know better. No, I know everything. I know absolutely yeah. everything. And then it, it peaks and it's like, actually, no, right. I don't know what I'm in doing. Reality Everybody's kind
2: of, <laughs> reality kind of kicks in and mm-hmm. suddenly these hopes and dreams and the idealism you, you might have had growing mm-hmm. up or mm-hmm. coming into your 20s, Uh, you realize, okay, the world is not as perfect as you might hope it would be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And things
0: don't always turn out the way you plan them to Mm be. And we're not uh, waxing eloquent here. I guess we're saying we get a lot of correspondence through social media and email from all of you out there. And a lot of you are young adults. And there's these natural anxiety questions that come up. Mm. And these are very normal questions that we should be asking. And our premise is that Scripture has the answer to a lot of these questions. If, if that's a specific question or a specific answer, but these are principles that, that guide us on which way we should go. Kelly.
3: I, well, transition. Sorry. <laughs>
0: okay. you're, you're breathing, so, uh, um,
3: yeah, so I can hear you're I next just, to me. So
0: you're, yeah.
3: I just I think about, too, like the the pain that comes with certain rhythms of life. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think about being like in middle school, right? Mm-hmm. Or being at a certain age where you want everyone to like you and no one likes you and you don't even like yourself and it's hard and it's confusing. And I remember asking... <laughs> wow, Kelly, uh, it, was, it was hard. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> I remember talking to my mom about something difficult with, you know, girls being catty and unkind. And my mom would say, like, I'm so sorry and I wouldn't trade places with you for the world. Because <laughs> like, we just know this is the hard point of life. Yes. Um, but also as you get older, too, you can... You know, adults try to get through teenagers' thick skulls, and I'm a high school English teacher, and I love my students. If they're listening, I love you very much. Mm. But sometimes (laughs) it's really hard to like, why are you so foolish? But then I remember when I was their age, I did the same exact thing. And if adult told me this is dumb, Mm. I'd still be like, well, I know better than you, and I'm on this side. I'm like, no, you don't know better, please listen. But they still, they still go through that. And (laughs) I think,
4: I think it's, it's really stemming from the whole idea that when you're going through those phases, they don't feel good in that stage. Yeah. But the reality is you begin to discover that there are other people who are going through the same thing, that this is actually yes. predictable, this is normal. And I think when you're going through something and there's a I understand this is normal, like mm-hmm. you should you're be going crazy. through this right now, then it's kind of like, oh, I, I feel like I can better embrace it. And I feel like that's where the pain comes in is that initial. Yeah. Well, Sebastian,
0: you're representing maybe the latter half of the the young For adult sure. spectrum. And so okay. you're beyond the quarter life. I think you're in like maybe in the, the third life crisis <laughs> the third mode. Quarter? Uh, the, the, uh, it's
4: all right, Kelly. So you're, you're, you're older,
0: you're wiser, you're near <laughs> death than the rest of us. Mm. Uh, you have children. You're what married. You're with him. he's a couple months. Several. It's going several, several months. Many many weeks. Like two many months. days. Many hours <laughs> older than I am. Um, so Sebastian, why? What, what's what's life like on that side of the spectrum?
4: <laughs> well, I think I think you get to a place of stability. Your goal is really to create a sense of predictability to your life, and you're kind of on the course, and you're like, I'm going to ride this road until it takes me to my ultimate destination. You begin to think about. Your posterity, what, what am I going to do to my kids, you know, in terms of as they age, as we think about college, you're thinking about responsibility and you put together a lot of long term plans mm-hmm. into play. But also you like to say, look, this is what I have. This I want to maintain, what's in my possession, and I need to be responsible over that.
0: Now, we've been sharing of our of our life experiences, but we're going to look at why does God allow these stages to happen? And what happens when these stages get mixed up and crazy things, or maybe when there's nothing happening and a crazy thing is about to be anticipated? How do we handle changes in these stages of life? Find out when we come back after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Sometimes in these stages of love, you get interrupted,
0: like this commercial break. But you got to get back into it and like pick now. up where you just left off, like we're doing right now. So our this is an exercise of 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 life itself. Um, Jonathan, why why are there these different stages? Like, what is the why does the Bible? Uh, what does the Bible say uh, about these different stages? Mm-hmm. Well, you think about it. Uh, the reason
2: why we have um, the life the way we have it is because of sin there is an end to Mm. the life as we know it now so we have limited time and in this limited time in the process that our bodies go through um, we things change Mm. and so um, we were originally not intended to experience it like this but this is how it is but by God's grace there is a blessing in this process that we go through in this life Mm -hmm. Mm. and so as we age as we grow um, we are growing with the Lord, and we become closer and
0: closer, connected to Him. It's a, a prof- profound thought, like mm-hmm. uh, the aging process as a mm-hmm. part of sin. And you know, I, I used to think that I was, when I was single, that I was, I was part of the of the of the 144,000. I was a saint, and I needed to get married to realize uh, Romans chapter three for the first time in my life that, that I'm a, I'm a sinner. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And then, God for and me. then, and then my wife realized she was a sinner for the first time. <laughs> and then, and then we grew in the, in the, like you mentioned, we grew right. and then we thought we're saints again. And then we had children like, no. and then now we're, we know we are perpetual sinners. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and we we just, we, okay. we, we are driven <laughs> to the cross and the grace of Amen. Christ every Amen. single day because of our children. Right. and, yeah. and they are wonderful tools, and so it's cool that, <laughs> that this, aging process, <laughs> this aging process, this aging process, is is part of redemption. Mm-hmm. That that is a profound thought.
4: I think know. it's also the the changing process is also related to the fact that we are not God. You know, the Bible tells yes. us in Malachi three six that God does not change, mm. but we are creatures of change, mm. and so I think the stages we go through are really the result of the nature in which God created us with, and I think that it was to reveal certain aspects of God at every single stage when man was created in his image, as we end in Genesis chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And so even when man is 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 created, even though he's not necessarily an infant, even as he develops and as he grows, he's revealing more and more of the image of God. But I think we go back to children, their ability to forgive and to have joy and simplicity mm-hmm. in life, and you get to the wisdom of the elderly or the vibrance of the middle-aged and their ability to be industrious and productive. Mm-hmm. These are all different
0: attributes Of the image of God and of the glory of God. Oh, I love that. Each each stage is a different vignette. You have the youth, you have the energy, you have the wisdom, you have the experience, and it all comes together. You got a composite picture. Because, you know,
4: my grandmother used to say that, you know, youth is wasted upon the young. Hmm. Because she would say, you know, me being 70, 80, I can see so many opportunities you have. Hmm. And you have your youth, but then you end up wasting it. Hmm. And then for me, I'm looking at her and I'm like, man, you know, you have so much wisdom and life experience and. I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that. And so you can see how in each stage we can sometimes pit them against each other Mm -hmm. and create tension Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, I want to be where you are. And I wish I was where you were. And I did not make these choices when I was young. And so I think it's very important to recognize that there's a different vignette, as you put it, Mm -hmm. of God, of his glory that's shining in this part of our life in that
0: state. Yeah. So, Kelly, why why are these vignettes different, though? Like, why why can't they be smoother transitions? Some, sometimes <laughs> you get these rough transitions, but why are they yeah. so different?
3: I think one reason is, yeah, just what Sebastian said of we can't we can't even we can't we can't be God. Mm. So God's like, okay I'm gonna spread out my attributes throughout your life. And also to mm. to teach us that we can't do all the things all the time. Mm. I remember when I was canvassing for a summer, I loved it. I felt like I was serving Jesus in the ultimate way. And I stopped canvassing because I had to go to school and then I was like, Well now I'm a sinner and now God hates me because I'm not knocking on people's doors all the time. And I felt like this this rhythm that I was in now is is Completely inferior to my full-time ministry that I had before and then I start being a teacher like oh I'm teaching I'm like teaching these students about Jesus, but I could be knocking on doors mm. but mm. Investing in young people is just as legitimate of a ministry whether mm-hmm. it's 30 ki- people or I'm a mother and I have two kids that I'm investing in mm-hmm. And so life changes I think also for for God to show us his priorities about ministry Because it's not just about going door to door. That's amazing. It's not even just about being a mother. It's not about just preaching. But God uses all different kinds. And he wants us... To be faithful to Him mm-hmm. and not just to this feeling of productivity or this feeling that I'm being a good person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: in, in, in life there is, I feel, uh, you know, we already established there is a process of growth and change and all those things. And then you have these, just like in creation, you have this separation experiences, di- division, so to say, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you become an adult, you, you get married, so you're separating from your parents. And you might think, oh, separation is bad, but there's a purpose in this because now you're joining together. There's separation and joining together, and then more life is multiplication. You have a child, and the process continues. So Mm -hmm. in each season of life, um, whether it's separation or Uh, multiplication or joining together... There is a blessing in, in the process as mm-hmm. we will, as we go through the process with the Lord, mm-hmm. God is going to bless in each stage. And I, I'm so thankful for that, you know, that God is taking care of us in those situations. I, I'm going to
0: build up what you're saying. I love going back to Genesis one also, mm-hmm. you have the three first three days. Right. And the three days set it up for the second three days. Mm-hmm. So you have the first day links up with the the f- I'm not going to do the fingers. Fourth. Yeah, the, the, the first, first fourth, and the fourth second, the fifth. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So light was created on the first day, but light is now contained mm-hmm. and more concrete and amel- ameliorified, if that's not ameliorated uh, through the sun, moon and stars, you know, <laughs> second and fifth and the third and the sixth. Reading enrichment. And I think this is this is really <laughs> profound. Sometimes I think I don't know how many of you out there are like, man, I used to like just what Callie was saying. I used to do this, but now I'm at this stage of life and mm-hmm. I'm stuck and I can't do what I used to do. And this is not the purpose of God. I mean, that is in pre- preparation for this. It may be something totally different. Right. There's some related, but it's preparation for this. And we need to now think, Lord, as I reflect upon my life, mm-hmm. you've given me all these experiences. You gave me the first day, the second day, and the third day. Mm-hmm. How does it prepare me for the fourth day? Right. And also now, during the fourth day, how does it? How do I anticipate the fifth and, and, and you, sixth day? Yeah. And you
4: yeah. know, I think it, it also gets a little bit mucky as well because... We wish life could be like Genesis 1, Mm -hmm. where it's all under God's control and it's going exactly according to his plan. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that that's not how life unfolds, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, growing up with a a single parent, sometimes you feel like you have to, I had to grow up a little bit faster than other people because my mom was a single mom. Mm -hmm. And I'm the oldest of seven. So it's like, well, you're doing things that probably another seven-year-old doesn't have to do. And so I think that, you know, God has a specific plan, and ideal, Mm -hmm. you know, like Jonathan was saying, where it's like this is how he wants it to be. And I feel like as we're going through these rhythms of life, there are bumps in the road, right? Mm -hmm. There's little interruptions and things that happen that say, well, this wasn't supposed to go like this. And I feel like we're all kind of somewhere on the spectrum of having those interruptions at different stages
0: of life. So are these interruptions, though they may feel like interruptions, Mm -hmm in the purpose of God and in larger picture and his providence and his transcendence, are they really interruptions?
3: I think God can use all of them. You think about Moses, you know, mm-hmm. after he fled Egypt and he's just chilling, taking care of sheep. Like that sounds like <laughs> really like a big waste of time, mm-hmm. but God taught him so much and enabled him to become a leader later after that time with him and trusting him. Mm-hmm. So things that we may see as interruptions are like, this is a waste of my talents. This is a waste of my time. God is developing different qualities within us. And so another thing I was going to say too is, as well as idealizing the past, sometimes we idolize Mm. the future. Yes. Of once I get this job, once I'm married, once I move here.
1: Totally, totally.
3: And uh, then I'll be at peace and then Mm. I'll be productive and then I'll serve God. You won't. And it's like, no, you won't though. And so I think (laughs) we also limit the power and the love of God mm-hmm. to a situation. Like you can literally serve God when you're working two jobs. You can mm-hmm. serve God when you're a full-time student. You can mm-hmm. serve God when you are the oldest of seven. Mm-hmm. And so there's no limitation and there might be ministry that maybe you enjoy at the beginning, but I personally can't think of any point in my life where I started something and I loved it right immediately. I hated canvassing the first, but then I loved it. I hated Bible working. Mm, yeah. I hated teaching because it's, it's just scary because change is scary. <laughs> A lot of hate. But then love hate. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get used to it and then we're like, well, I don't want to leave now. And so just the point of like our peace and our reliance upon God should be reliant upon God and not upon our circumstances. You
2: mm-hmm. I think of Jesus. Uh, it's just amazing how he lived his life. Uh, you know, he, during the day he would just minister and minister. Yeah. And then at night he would pray. And, uh, you know, seek the, seek the Father to find out what's next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for my life, I want to I live like that. I don't want to make too many plans. I don't want to idolize the future so much. Mm. Uh, I just want to trust that the Lord is going to lead me. And it's not so important what I will be doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It, what is more important is that who I am with. Am I with yeah. God and the person that he wants me to minister to? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I want to say, focus on the here and now, because today is all I have. And I want to be faithful today, Mm -hmm. you know, seek first the kingdom of God, you know, and his
0: righteousness. And what both of you are mentioning is so important, especially to our generation today, Mm -hmm. because of social media, we have this this temptation to want to be omniscient. to find out what everyone else is experiencing. Mm. So we're not only idolizing our past, our future, we're idolizing other people's stuff, (laughs) everything. So even though it's such a selfish me culture, it's also
3: comparison. so
0: so out there that we can't live our lives yes, yeah. mm-hmm. we're wanting to be omniscient we the the fear of missing out yes. the whole fomo thing we can be i don't want to miss out, i don't want to miss out. What is, what is, what is, what is, and then we miss out on our own lives in the yes. process yeah. mm-hmm. and i love what you guys are saying like at some point we just got to like pause mm-hmm. shut it down <laughs> yes. and just mm-hmm. live the life that that's god true. has given you in the moment of that season mm-hmm. wherever mm-hmm. you are and that's a, that's a powerful uh, message, a wake-up message for person. And I generation.
4: think it's difficult to swallow because, you know, if you don't like your situation, you kind of use it as an escape. Yes. You know, so I'm it's kind be of like... Person. Right. It's like, well, I don't really like my situation, but, man, Callie's doing great things. I'm and and I'm going to encourage and comment and <laughs> like and share because Callie's doing great things, and that makes me happy. And Justin makes me happy, you know, with all his comments this on inverse. so
0: real, Sebastian. So I feel like... <laughs> what, <laughs> We're we're
4: here here where we're <laughs> idolizing. Sorry, right. we can form a support group after that. So, <laughs> yeah. so in, in this sense, I'm, I, I, I definitely feel what you're saying. And I also feel the angst on the other side where sometimes we, mm-hmm. using the comparison thing, mm-hmm. we kind of come back to a, a place of reflection where it's kind of like, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Justin. I hear what you're saying, Jonathan. I'm just trying to get myself emotionally in a place where I can turn it off. Mm-hmm. And be okay, and just look around and say, "Hey, these four walls." But that,
0: that, that place, that place, mm-hmm. where is that? We always talk about when I get to that place, and I think that's mm-hmm. that's the misnomer of it all, mm-hmm. yeah. because we we actually never get to that place. That's yeah. the seasons of life; we'll never right. get to that place. Mm-hmm. So it's, and I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah, but that place is being with with christ it's it's not a place but as a person so in the midst of a death in the midst of a divorce in the midst of financial chaos in the midst of Mm -hmm. everything being okay Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) still even in those moments which is the lay of the same condition uh it's I got. It's not finding that that the psychological place about being in place with Jesus. Is. Yes. yes. Yeah. Amen. No, no, absolutely. Amen. I agree with you.
2: Um, you know, it's you know the reason why we always are seeking for that future thing that I yes. want is because we are, we are going to die. You know, there is this point that's going to come, and so we're like, I need to get there. I need to get there. But we were designed for eternity, and in eternity, there is no oh, you know, oh, in a thousand years from now, there is just the here and now. With the people and with the Lord. Amen. and that's how I want to live now because I mean Amen. why
0: not this is right. the best way to live this is how we were designed to live mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. how many of you out there have been when you listening to us and you're like oh no that's me that's me <laughs> or there's this desire like man I wish this could happen to me and, and I really resonate with we, we, we want to pray for you we want to hear your comments we want to hear your insights uh, visit our social media just whatever platform you're on and look for Inverse Bible and we'd love to hear from your feedback uh, this has been a real blessing for me especially with my addiction to social media and, and Sebastian addiction <laughs> pray for us we'll be praying for you and the takeaway for me is not to idolize the future not to mm-hmm. idolize the past but to live in the here and now with the Lord Jesus Christ hopefully this, this episode has been a blessing to you it's been a blessing to us we'll see you next week here in Inverse
1: you've been listening to Inverse a Bible based conversation with Kelly Williams Israel Ramos Jonathan Walter Sebastian Braxton Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.